Hey guys, Bartok here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about the distortion of arm strength. So I would challenge anyone to go to any baseball event. And within an hour, you'll start to hear phrases like, boy, some arm on that kid. Wow, look at the arm on that kid. Or his arm works, right? You may hear coaches and evaluators say things like, kid's got a strong arm or kid's got a plus arm. Now, we often say those phrases, and I catch myself still saying them. We often say those when we're looking at someone who's throwing hard or demonstrates some degree of velocity. Now, what I believe is this creates a distortion among pitchers because the star of all of those phrases is the arm, right? Strong arm, kid's arm works, plus arm, look at the arm on that kid. It's arm, 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 arm. So if you're a kid and you're hearing these phrases over and over, it would kind of make sense that, hey, like the guy that they're looking at is throwing hard. I want to do that. And what they're saying the kid has is a strong arm. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Let me just go make my arm stronger. So the distortion comes, and this is not theory. This is in my practical real world boots on the ground experience. In a given day, I talk to generally eight to 10 pitchers. I work six and a half days a week. (laughs) And I will tell you that the pitchers that come to me Probably, I don't know, probably 85% of them come to me either because of they're just not throwing hard enough, they've done all the things to try and strengthen their arm, and they can't seem to break through any uh, a greater velocity. Um, they're stuck at a velocity level, or they're just stagnant, like they've been at one velocity level for a long time. They can't break through a certain velocity, or they have inconsistent velocity up and down. A smaller percentage of players come to me basically with command and control issues, um, can't throw without pain or dealing with some kind of injury. Now, any pitcher that comes to me, I always start with an intake, right? I want to talk to them. I want to find out what, what they've done, what they're doing, etc., etc. So I would bet really good money at bare minimum, 95%, and it's probably closer to 99% of all of those players will describe to me some kind of arm strength program. They do bands, they do cords, they do uh, light dumbbells, they do weighted balls, plyos, on and on. list goes on and on and on. Now, the problem is, is that all of the players that I talk to um, all do these arm strengthening programs, and, and I would say a pretty good percentage of them religiously do them, but yet they're still coming to me with these issues. And oftentimes, the issues that they have are not because of arm strength, but how they're using their body and how their body is allowing them to use that arm strength. That, to me, is is the far bigger problem. Now, 100% of the pitchers that come to me would fall into a category that I would call low-velocity mechanics. So while their arm might be strong, the way that they're moving their body is actually not allowing them to use that arm strength. And sometimes they've built arm strength at the expense of developing high-velocity mechanics and developing the proper body strength to be able to use that. So if you've been following for the last few weeks, I've been harping on this idea of the wobbly wheel, and mostly because it's the analogy that just kind of really resonates with all the players and parents that I work with. So I want you to imagine that we're at like a car show, and... um, 
you know, like all the people have their cars out and the hoods are popped. And there's a guy there that's got this like just engine, right? One of those, one of those really like sharp looking engines. And I don't know much about cars, but, but you know, you kind of know the things right when you see them, right? And he's revving the engine. You see all the engineering and all the, all the parts working. You see that all kind of clicking and it's like, wow, that's a, that's powerful engine. Well, some engine on that car. Wow. Do you hear that engine? That engine, something. Now the problem would come in is if when he closes the hood and he goes to, to race the car, when he slams on the gas, if he's got a wobbly wheel, all of a sudden the power of that engine can't go to work. The power of that engine is rendered useless. Not because there's anything wrong with the engine. It's because the supporting structure of the engine is inadequate. Now, most times people don't even know they have wobbly wheels. I would say, I'd have to think about it, but a large portion of the pitchers that I speak to that come to me with problems, a lot of times the parents will say, well, you know, he's done all the arm shaving problems and everybody says his mechanics look solid. He says his mechanics are clean. Or kids will say, it's not a mechanical issue, my mechanics are clean. And I'll look at their mechanics and I'm like, your mechanics are anything but clean. So why had a coach told me that my mechanics were good? Well, that coach was, that coach is wrong. And I'm going to tell you this, if you're a parent listening to this or a player, please, please understand what I'm about to tell you. There is a thing in coaching today. Baseball coaches are a squirrely bunch, right? I don't know if you've picked up on it, but there's some egos, right? Baseball coaches generally don't like to think that they don't know anything or they don't, or they're not up on something or they can't solve a baseball problem or they don't know how to fix a pitcher or something like that. They generally don't like to be in that position. Very few pitching coaches are willing to do that. So oftentimes you're being told that your mechanics are okay, not because they're okay, but because they're outside of the capabilities of the coach you're working with to fix them. And that's a problem. I've given up on kind of, I, I, deal, I do speak with a lot of coaches and, and when a coach comes to me and they really want to learn, I'm all for it. I'm there. But I've kind of given up on talking to coaches. I want to help players. That's my passion. And so when I hear a player comes in, well, my coach said I got good mechanics. My coach said they're real clean. My coach said my, my delivery is real fluid. My, he says it's perfect. And then I can point out to them five or six things in their, in their delivery that are low velocity or characteristics of low velocity mechanics, you know, oftentimes they're shocked. But what they really come to the realization is like, oh, okay, well now I understand. Now I understand I had a wobbly wheel or I had a misalignment or I had something wrong with my steering column. And that's why this powerful engine that I built really can't function at the level that I know I've built it to function at. So oftentimes this idea of arm strength distorts, distorts the thinking of a pitcher of how they need to train and how they need to prepare. And I actually have a theory. You could kind of cut off now if you want. If you want to listen to me go on a theory on it. Um, if you look at generations of pitchers, right? Let's say um, you look at gener- pitchers that generation of the, like, say, 60s and 70s, right? The... Uh, Seavers, uh, Carlton's, Nolan Ryan's, and then you look at like maybe like the '80s, '90s, early 2000 pitchers of the Johnson, Clemens, Maddox, Martinez kind of era, and then you compare it to the generation now. Um, 
what you're seeing is that it, it's very clear, right? You, you, you just need like a, to go on baseball reference for about 10 minutes and compare the statistics of pitchers from previous generations, right? Pitchers in this generation are not throwing in the same volume that pitchers um, threw in the last two generations. Um, they don't have the endurance. Now, whether you call that a statistical thing or not, I, I, don't, I, just, don't, I just don't buy that, that, that if there's a pitcher that is just lighting up another team, that somehow is statistically better to bring in a fresh pitcher. And basically it's because pitchers don't just don't have the endurance or they don't have the skills or the abilities to continue to pitch or to be able to adapt as the game continues. And so whatever argument you want to make, pitchers today are not the same as pitchers in the last two, three, or, e- or two or even three generations. And I would believe that part of that is because pitchers in those generations were more well-rounded athletes. They played multiple sports. They did multiple activities. There was obviously differences in physical education (laughs) class. There was uh, more physical activity. And then we have pitchers. The pitchers today that are coming up are kind of of the, the factory generation, like we're creating pitchers. And if this were a factory creating a product, um, you rarely see that product decline over years. Well, pitchers, pitchers' abilities, pitcher skills are declining every, declining. Now, you may look at velocity and say velocity is going up. Well, some of that due to radar technology, someone that's due to the structure of how radar, um, how radar readings are collected at stadiums. There's also some marketing to that, right? A hundred mile an hour fastball is a marketable asset for ESPN on any game or, or, you know, camps and clinics and, and, uh, instructional facilities, right? So there's been kind of an interest in having velocities rise. But so much of that uh, is due to pitchers are throwing a little bit harder, not as harder, not as much harder as it's kind of, they kind of think they are. And so I, I have this, this kind of theory that I think all, so much of this has focused on arm strength, that the shifts have focused on arm strength. We've stopped developing pitchers at a total athlete, as a total athlete. We've stopped developing their skill and their mechanical um, IQ and their mechanical efficiency, and I think we're paying the price for it. I think the modern day pitcher is is paying the price for inadequate and incomplete training, and it's actually really really simple. It's not as complicated as people think. Um, going from low velocity mechanics to high velocity mechanics is really not hard. Now you can make it complicated if you have a facility you need to fill, or you've got camps you need to fill or you've got long-term programs you need to fill. But if you're just looking for a result, a solution, it's actually very, very simple. It's actually one of the things that's maybe the hardest to understand when I speak to parents and pitchers on the phone is when I tell them like, hey, this is what I'm going to do with your son, and then that's going to be it. They're like, well, wait a minute, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to fix this. We're going to fix it for them. We're going to fix it, and then I'm going to show them how to maintain it. And then you're probably not going to need me. Now, there's other things to learn if you want to stick around. There's other things I could teach you. But if we're just talking about this one thing, if we're just talking about this one thing, fixing the wobbly wheel, I fix wobbly wheels. And if I could fix that, then that might be all he needs. I don't want to do a root canal when all he has is a cavity. And so I like to think of all of my pitchers when I imagine them is I want to imagine them as Dale Earnhardt in a race car. And if Dale Earnhardt's got a wobbly wheel, well, we pull it into the garage, fix the wobbly wheel, and then you know what? He's still Dale Earnhardt. 
<laughs> once, once the thing that's in his way that's preventing him from being full on Dale Earnhardt, from fully driving the car, once we fix that thing, he can kind of take it from there. And it's actually very rewarding for me as a pitching coach to work with players who fix their wobbly wheel and then can take it from there. Because, like, it's not the best for business, right? It's not the best for the, for the, for the, um, the spreadsheet. But I'm going to tell you what, it's the best for the players. And, and it's the, and, and they, they, and it's, there's just no greater satisfaction for me when I see a pitcher fix their wobbly wheels. Now, all of a sudden, the potential that they thought they had and they knew they had and how hard they could throw and all the things that they want to do. Now, they've got the structure to actually slam on that gas to accelerate, use the full capacity of the engine of their arm strength, and then they can go. And then they can go. So that's why I like to think of them all as they're, they're Dale Earnhardt. They're a finely tuned driver. They've got a good car. They've just got this one little thing wrong. And this is the thing that's getting in their way. If I could fix that thing, then they can kind of take it from there. So um, if you'd like to talk about me working with your son, um, my uh, phone number and email is in the show notes. Um, it is 201-323-0840. And my direct email is paul at, I'm sorry, paulreddick at gmail.com, paulreddick at gmail.com. So you can contact me there. And again, they're in the show notes. Love to discuss working with you. And certainly if your son is, if his velocity is stuck or stagnant, or he can't seem to break through a plateau or it's inconsistent, um, I would bet anything he's got a wobbly wheel. And um, we can certainly help him with that. So um, if that fits, go ahead and reach out. Love to talk to you. Um, And I'll see you guys on the next show.